Well, it is midnight where I am at. Welcome to Rogue Radio. Your host, Sarah Jane. I apologize. It's just the second time me recording this episode because Anchor, although I really like this app, I cannot listen to what I have recorded so far and also research what I'm talking about at the same time. It's kind of frustrating. So here I am. The third time's the charm, right? Anyway, I'm just going to go right into it. Okay, it's called the Onision Problem, today's episode. So, for those of you who do not know who Onision is, he is a YouTuber slash author, terrible author, apparently. Um, And he has had some recent allegations against him. That's why I'm talking about him. But he is mostly known for a very silly... uh, YouTube video called I Am a Banana, which is just him in front of a green screen dancing and singing I Am a Banana in a banana suit. So, yeah, there's that. That's him, and that's how he got famous. And he is a very controversial uh, YouTuber, and everybody, every creator, and every person that has come in contact with him or met him has something bad to say about him, and rightfully so. Now, normally, I would not waste my time talking about somebody like this, but because of the allegations against him that Chris Hansen um, has come forth with, well, I shouldn't say he's come forth with it. He has um, basically given the victims a safe place to talk about their uh, problem with him and and what they have gone through in the house of this man. So Onision and his trans husband Kai, who was formerly known as Lainey um, before he transitioned, they are both accused of grooming underage girls online. Now the definition of grooming is basically this. It is establishing a friendship with a child in the hopes of someday having a sexual relationship with them when they come of age. And for out of respect for the victims who have come forth on Chris Hansen's channel, if you want to look at each victim's um, the, the ones that have come forth so far, if you want to see their interviews and, and what they have gone through themselves in depth, even more in depth than I can give you, just go to Take a Seat with Chris Hansen on YouTube. He has his own YouTube channel. And I absolutely, deeply respect Chris Hansen for doing this. He's taking down the Onion Boy, and I'm very, very, very happy. <laughs> Chris Hansen, you are the father of YouTube now. Go forth and rid YouTube of the nasty people. I'm not even saying that in jest. I mean that. 
So this allegation has come from a girl who I will, um, I'm not going to necessarily talk about the, like, I'm not going to name names just because I want to respect the victims. I'm not sure if I said that previously. I'm starting and stopping this, uh, you know, recording so I can, like, take breaths and <laughs> there's just, like, a lot to go through. But I'm not going to name names, so I'm going to make fake names for the victims because I'm just going to give them a little less of a headache, you know, because they're already on YouTube. They've already gone through enough, and I don't want anybody who is listening to go and troll them and look them up and talk to them and everything like that or harass them at all. So I'm going to give them fake names just because, for one, it's not my responsibility to name their names. And two, even though that they have come out publicly talking about this and confessing what they've gone through, I would rather you go to YouTube and actually see their experience, like what they've gone through. I would rather you listen to their experience because that's... The platform that they have decided to come forth. So Tracy, by the age of 14, she ends up wanting to kill herself, or at some point, I'm not sure what age, but um, she stumbles upon a video of Onision kind of encouraging people who are suicidal to keep going, and apparently it was very uplifting for her to watch. Later on, um, she commented on, you know, Twitter and YouTube and a lot of things. And Kai and Onision started liking it and she started recognizing that. And, um, she kind of thought of it as like, oh, these people like me, like they're celebrities and they like me. And, you know, that starstruck type of quality that a lot of people get away with that, you know, card of being, oh, I'm a YouTube star, I can do what I want. And I think that's one thing that Onision has decided to play. That's one card he has decided to play in his deck. But I don't know the whole timeline in order, but I am going to list the things off that I know. So Tracy is coerced into visiting Onision and Kai in their home and they ask her her age and you know there she's introduced to the children I'm guessing because they both have children and you know later on I guess around when she's 18 she's brought back and she um is taking care of the kids cleaning cooking everything um, to help out, you know, the family. So she becomes like a nanny, almost. Sometime during um, Kai and Tracy talking on um, online, Kai ends up um, sending her a photo of his genitalia. 
and that was not okay. I know at some point Tracy was the interest in uh, you know of Kai because um they were seen uh live streaming and they were cuddling in bed and uh at some point uh Kai had temporary guardianship over Tracy and everything kind of went downhill from there. I'm not sure how she got out of the situation, but, or what the last straw was, but that's her, um, testimonial, I guess, or, you know, what, what she's gone through. Um, she has mentioned that her, uh, <laughs> so there is the, um, the little tidbits that I know about the story of Tracy and how she has, um, you know, what she's gone through and stuff like that. And like I said, this is a fake name to protect the victim that has, um, come forth and kind of decided to come against Onision and Kai. Sorry, my cats are doing something crazy in the background. I'm not laughing about what I'm about to say because it's very disgusting. Apparently, she has witnessed um, Kai and Onisanyan having sex while their daughter is in the room with them, sleeping in the crib. I mean, what kind of mindset do you have to have to have your child in the same room where you have intercourse? That is disgusting to me. And this isn't even chipping the tip off the iceberg. This is like, this isn't even the biggest part of why Onision is hated so much right now on social media. Now I am going to go down the list of his relationships and the traumatic things that these women have gone through and, uh, so we're going to start with uh, his first wife. We're going to name her Ira. And Ira and Onision apparently went to school together. And they didn't necessarily know each other. Didn't notice each other. And at some point, uh, I guess they met. And they ended up having a relationship. During this relationship, um, him and you know, Kai were at a party and Ira's, um, sister was there. We're not going to name her cause she's not necessarily too important, but I will say throughout the timeline that I'm telling you about, like, I'm about to just unravel everything throughout this time, throughout the whole thing that I'm talking about, he still kind of goes back to her and tries to you know, get with her or tries to talk to her and tries to, you know, collaborate with her and ask her to hang out and everything. And I'm like, that's your ex-wife's sister. What do you want with her? But apparently, um, they were at a party, the three of them, and he ends up trying to kiss her and she was 15 at some point after this happened, Onision and Ira get married. 
and they move in together and I don't know how long the relationship or the marriage had last lasted um but they end up divorcing he goes into the air force like during the marriage and I guess that like he wanted her to be like on site with him like on the base in order for him to to be close to her at the time because I guess he got deployed or something like that I don't know but uh they end up divorcing he accuses her of being money hungry and that's the end of Ira I know that there's probably a lot of stuff that um has happened in between those times that I have mentioned like I said I am only giving you what I remember and uh just because there's there's just so much that I could say and so much that I can talk about that I just I can't remember all of it now for those of you who have followed the case of Onision know who I'm talking about uh she's a Canadian artist she just started back like started up her uh music again and I'm very proud of her for it she's doing what she loves she's a force to be reckoned with um I just have nothing but the highest respect for this person but um Joan ended up um talking to Onision I'm not sure how it began I think I think it usually all these relationships usually start with a YouTube video that they saw Okay, the next person I think has gone through the worst of the manipulation and the isolation and just dismantling of her identity. I think she's gone through the worst of it. And um, we're going to call her Joan. And Onision and Joan end up talking together like back and forth on Skype. I think it's like eight to 10 hours they would be talking and, you know, just talking about their lives and getting to know each other. And during this time, I think Onision was in the process of divorcing his ex-wife, Ira. She doesn't do it right away, but then she kind of considers it and decides to go and live with him. He suggests to Joan, you know, hey, why don't you live with me? Because she lives in Canada and he lives in the United States. So, I know she doesn't necessarily do it right away, but she moves in with Onision and she's part of his, you know, YouTube videos and everything like that. And he confesses his love to her and like, I love her and... She's just amazing and blah, 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 blah. But behind the screen, all hell breaks loose. Um, he's very controlling. He's um, isolated her to the point where she can't even contact her record label to make new music. So she unwillingly had to give up her music career, something that she loved to do. He was being very emotionally abusive, saying that she was too fat, that she needed to lose weight and because he couldn't, like, pick her up and that he liked anime girls or Japanese girls or, you know, really thin girls and, you know, with their hair short and everything. 
and it really just degraded her confidence. It, it made Joan feel like she wasn't enough for him. And the stress in the house and the atmosphere was so bad, so stressful and so just awful that she was in the shower and she had a seizure due to stress. By the time she woke up, she lost a few years of her memory and she looks at Onision and doesn't recognize who he even is and she's terrified. I cannot imagine how much stress it takes for your body and your mind to shut down so bad and go into a seizure and then lose memory on top of all of that. And the only reason why I know all of this has happened is because Onision, the dirty, dirty person, I'm trying my best not to say bad words, but he filmed the whole thing and it's still on YouTube today. I don't really know if Onision had um, deleted that video after him and uh, Joan decided to end it, but it has been re-uploaded several times so that this woman never forgets what happened. And that is very cruel. And for those of you who have recorded and downloaded this video for whatever reason, you're just as bad as Onision. And I have no respect for you. Back to Joan, um, she would get in constant arguments with Onision and he would lock her out of the bedroom and she'd be laying on the floor crying while he did whatever in the bedroom. And there have been videos of her laying on the floor next to him while he's doing his YouTube videos and she's waking up out of her sleep crying out, Greg, Greg, Greg. And if you don't know, that's Onision's real name, Greg Jackson. And um, it is probably the most saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Someone who has gone through that much stress to where that person is dismantled and their identity is taken away. And, and it's like who they are does not matter to this person that they have given their heart to. It is horrible. I can't imagine what she's gone through. And it is completely unneeded either because he's even told her that he doesn't even like the way she looks. Why even, you know, be with her if this isn't the type of person that you like. What is the point? But because I have deep respect for this person, who am I talking to? I'm going to end Joan's story there. Uh, there is a lot of other things that happen that has unfolded in her life with Onision. 
And all I will say that she has experienced mental health, physical health problems. Her head was shaved and she has experienced loss. That's all I'm going to say. But in my opinion, I believe that the most evidence, uh, the most incriminating evidence lies with Joan and her experience and what she's gone through and, and what she's experienced in that household. And uh, I, I just, I feel like there's a solid case there somewhere. But sometime after um, Joan had decided to go back home for good, and honestly, I want to say something. Um, Joan's mother, uh, I guess, met her at the hospital, and they found out that, you know, what was going on with her health-wise at the time. And I guess her mother stole her passport. That way she wouldn't go back to him. And he even wired like $100,000 to, you know, get a new passport so that he could, you know, see her again. But she doesn't go back. She, I think she kind of made the decision not to go back. And uh, I absolutely applaud her for it. I don't, I, I honestly don't think she would have been here today uh, to tell her story if she ever went back. But the next victim, of course, is the ever-popular Kai. And, but the next victim, of course, is the ever-popular Kai. And they end up talking, they meet, or he meets Kai's parents, and his father does not like Onision, because Onision is much older than Kai is. And um, I don't know what age... They actually visited, you know, Kai's parents and all of that. I know they probably was not 14, but that was just for reference of where his timeline starts. And basically, um, they end up getting married. I think he gets married at 17 and they get married in New Mexico. They end up um, living... Um, where Onision lives now. They have two children. And Kai fluctuates between a gender, bi-gender, transgender, and um, bisexual. And um, I don't know whether that's because of how much stress Kai was under at the time in the household that he was in. And I think... Maybe the reason why he never left was because to protect the children. I don't know, but this is just a hunch. Because um, sometimes when someone is under so much manipulation, it ends up becoming normal to them. And they kind of feel like they can't do anything without this person that has manipulated them and isolated them and hurt them so much and they've somehow something snaps in their brain and they accept it as a normal thing so not only is Kai a victim at this time the children are as well and I can't imagine what the children are going through I'm kind of worried about them 
Kai, by the age of 14, um, ends up kind of confessing his love to Onision, and Onision ends up kind of um, talking to him after that, and yeah. Now, I know the um, argument of, you know, Kai being a victim is debatable because of what's happened uh, of late with Kai being the groomer. Now, like I said, certain manipulate manipulative behaviors of, of another person is, is passed down to another. And it, it is called a generational curse. It's what it's definitely called. Um, you see it in family bloodlines where like if, the grandpa's a predator and, you know, molests the grandson and the grandson ends up molesting the sister and it just keeps on going. And uh, same thing with any type of relationship that you have or that, that anybody has. I wouldn't say you. Any learned behavior that is inflicted on another is also a learned behavior and is accepted as normal if they don't know better especially when they are children so i cannot imagine what these children have learned from this manipulative and disgusting and disturbing excuse for a father he's passing down his generational curse to them through kai because kai has learned that if I don't obey Ka uh, Onision, that I won't have anywhere to go. I won't be able to do anything, you know? So what is Kai to do? And I'm not defending Kai in any way. I am not defending Kai. Neither am I against Kai. It is. It still remains to be seen whether Kai is legally the victim or the suspect honestly in my opinion i still believe that um you're a suspect even if you know better this person um got married at 17 and yeah you can argue that this person did or didn't know better because you know how young they were but i kind of believe like you if you, if you reach the uh, the age of accountability then you know right from wrong so I think Kai knows what's right and what's wrong. I think he has just made exceptions for someone that he loves, who is Onision. I don't understand how he is capable of being loved at all. But later on in their marriage, um, I want to say uh, 2017, 2018, they decide, I guess, I don't know whether they mutually decide that they're going to be in three-way relationships with, you know, another person. And that's when I end up losing track of certain people that go in and out of the house because there's just a slew of them. But they end up talking to a girl named Molly. Um, not real name, of course. They end up flying Molly in and um, Kai strictly says to Onision, like, 
I want it to be between me and Molly, not you. So I'm guessing Onision didn't like that because <laughs> of everything that I'm about to say. Um... So Molly and Kai have their relationship for a little bit. And then Onision somehow comes into the picture. And even though it was established as a three-way relationship at the time, I think it was supposed to be a companion for Kai. Just strictly both of them together instead of Onision. And that makes me think that Kai is not happy with his marriage with Onision, and I can't blame you. I can't blame Kai for not being happy in a manipulative marriage. And some people may argue that Kai bringing in these girls is a way of that, a way of him feeling free from Onision. And I think Onision, uh, recognizes that and tries to sabotage each relationship and makes it the victim's fault or tries to make it look like it. So at some point in uh, Kai and Molly's relationship, Onision starts to step in and tries to pressure um, Onision into having three-way intercourse with Kai and Molly. Kai does not like this and gets very upset. And even after the fact that uh, Kai got upset with this, Onision goes ahead and pressures Molly into having sex with him. After that, Kai is very, very, very upset at Onision for sabotaging the relationship I know at one point he pinned Molly and Kai against each other and they found out that it was Onision's fault and I think that he tried to make it a joke. Whatever. I guess one of the moderators on the fan site found out that Molly smoked weed and apparently that was a big no-no in the household of Kai and Onision. And with that she was sent home. But Onision kept talking to her. And in the texts that he had sent her, he was trying to get her to apologize, trying to make her apologize for what uh, he, for what she did, for what she said, or whatever. Apparently, like, she lied to them, saying that, oh, I don't smoke weed. I don't know if that was actually ever said or not. But in the text, we kind of get a look into the twisted mind of Onision once again. Um, there have been so many suggestions in the texts, and one of them was, oh, you should get a tattoo saying, I'm a liar, and then you can come back. And she said no to that, of course. Um, the other one was dyeing your hair green and getting a fake tan, a very bad tan. Or shaving, you know, your head bald. Or even the scariest one being chained up in the basement with a sign saying, I'm a liar. And yeah, with the, they're 
her uh, head shaved. Like all of those things is completely ridiculous. And it makes me think that this guy, Onision, gets off sexually by humiliating people. I know at some point Molly goes back, but Molly also brings a friend with her. And once it becomes too much for either of them, they both leave. And I probably got that timeline messed up as well. I think maybe Molly bringing the friend into the household came before, you know, her leaving and him talking to her. But whatever, I'm doing my best to just keep up with all the information. He has had a fan page called Onision.xyz, I think. And it, it was a fan page where a lot of underage girls flocked to and all the moderators, I think three of them at least, kind of like came forth and, you know, uh, talked to Chris Hansen about all the sketchy things that was going on. A lot of, um, I guess, creepy men were talking to the underage girls and, you know, kids and, you know, the fans and stuff like that. And whenever the moderators would bring it to Onision's attention, he would disregard it. And he would fire them. And now that the big picture has been revealed, I'm going to go down the line with some little stuff that I have picked up and, and found during my research with this uh, case uh, that Chris Hansen has kind of unraveled and a lot of people have unraveled and talked about. Um, apparently, when Onision was in high school, he made his own religion called Sesesca online. I know it was on Tumblr at one point. And it, I don't know where else it was at the time. But apparently this religion is basically a tie to nature. And has a lot of uh, traits of Hinduism in it. Because it has good karma, bad karma. And repetitive re reincarnation. And depending on whether or not you have good karma or bad karma depends on like it, it kind of depends on who you will be reincarnated as. Like if you have a mental illness, sometimes that mental illness will follow you or leave you depending on how much karma you have decided to rack up during your, your lifespan. I don't know. I don't think there was ever a heaven or hell mentioned in the religion, but that's as far as I know, and apparently animals can reincarnate themselves as well. And the man who has done all of this is still on YouTube making the dumbest YouTube videos I have ever seen. And it, his channel is still up. He's still being monetized. He is still getting money for everything that he has done and YouTube has not at all decided to stop it. There are so many creators and YouTubers out there on, on YouTube that have worked day in and day out endlessly on hours in front of a screen working on what they're passionate on and uploading it hoping to make money for what they've done and what they have loved to do. 
and they get demonetized for it for the smallest things. You have Onision acting like a psychotic nutcase on YouTube, also apparently exposing himself in a video, and YouTube doesn't do anything to stop it. They have an algorithm out there that has upset everybody on YouTube because it's got a list of things that you're not allowed to say. You're not even allowed to say predator on YouTube because you'll get demonetized or you'll get your stuff taken down. And, but you have a person on YouTube who is a predator and you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything about it. That must be really embarrassing. And what are you standing for when you're letting a man still being a, having a platform and being a YouTuber, exposing himself in his YouTube videos, and also saying the most disgusting and racial things I have ever heard in my life? And actually being a predator out in the open, talking to people, um raiding underage girls' bodies. I mean, you know what's going on, YouTube. What the heck are you going to do about it? You have a lot of explaining to do. They just let a predator become the village idiot of YouTube and, you know, just let him do what he needs to do to stay relevant and doesn't do a thing, even though he's broken every single rule in the YouTube book. What does it say about YouTube when they demonetize someone who is worked so hard and and you know puts out quality content all the time and they get demonetized and they get punished for their hard work but here they they support they they just let youtube you're not looking very well right now that that's kind of sick to me and that's just not okay i don't like it and if i had anything to say to Onision, I wouldn't say anything. I don't even want to waste my breath because apparently this man loves attention and if I had said anything to him personally, it would go one ear and out the other. And uh, I'm not wasting my breath on somebody like this because honestly, a lot of people say, you know, some people never change, and it's very true. I have not seen this man change. Do I hold the hope that he does change? Yeah, because I'm that type of person. I, I want to have the hope for him to get help and, and, you know, change permanently and understand what he's actually done to these women. So, yeah, I do hold a little hope for this guy. Call me a sap, but that's just who I am. But it does not excuse what he has actually done. It's very inexcusable. And I do believe that him and his trans husband deserves to be in jail. And that is just my opinion on the matter. And uh, with that, I am going to call it a night. Thank you for listening.